Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Carlene Savage, conflict resolution expert, founder of the Savage Theory of Resolution, and your host. And the question that we're going to be looking at today is, is it worth getting married for the fourth time? Is it worth? Is it worth it? Some people are going to look at you and go, my holy cow, really? Four times? Haven't you figured it out yet? Stay away from it? What's the matter with you? These are all like the stereotypical cliche thinking that people can have. And they make you feel guilty for doing it, for wanting it. Um, They think you can't figure it out. Look at what we kind of in the back of our minds think about celebrities that have been married a lot, you know, to several partners. Um, And there's, there are some, lots as a matter of fact. And marriage is not to be taken lightly, or people may think you take marriage lightly. People may think you don't know how to work with people. You're difficult to get along with. People may think that you've got some secret issue. Maybe you've got a closeted, um, you know, problem with being married or being in a relationship. They love to think you don't get it. You don't understand. And so my other part is, depends on how long you've been married before. Are they short? Are they long? Was it because somebody passed away? Was it because, um, because I know a woman, she was married four times. Her first three husbands passed away. So we could take that same cliche of thinking and move it over to her. And it's like, no, you can't. (laughs) You can't move that thinking over to her, those cliche, old, tireless, or, you know, tireless thoughts over to somebody when she had three husbands who passed away. Then people did kind of nudge her a little bit and go, are you killing them? Are you the one doing it? And if you thought it before I said it, see what I mean? That's exactly, people go those places because we've made this big mistake of saying marriage isn't hard, marriage isn't work. We've, we've, we've created this nonsensical way of thinking that if you've been married many times that you, there's something wrong with you, and there might be. Maybe you've got gambling issues, maybe you've got um, attachment issues, Maybe you've got daddy-mommy issues. Who knows? But here's the end of the story. Do we get a say? Why do we need a say? Are we trying to forewarn the person getting married? I have seen those done, too. And it's not that, um, it's not that maybe it shouldn't be, just as any marriage. You talk to the person that's getting married that you know. If I know the, the man who's marrying somebody and I have thoughts on it, I'm going to ask those questions. Hey, why are you getting married? What do they do for you? What do you what's going to change? What's your view? What's your vision? What's your goals? What have they said about it? And, and the thing is, is that I may not even do that. I may just say, hey, congratulations. Good for you. So I think the bigger question here is for the fourth time. And really, that's a non-question. My question is, why are you getting married? 
Can you support that? Can you sustain that? Some, I know one woman, she married for love the first time. Her husband passed away. She married for money the second time. And she said, because there's only one love. I only have one love. And she has held to that. And she married a man for money. And they had, they've had a great, loving, kind, generous relationship, good relationship. But she did not mince words with herself. She did not try and make that marriage something it wasn't. She did not kid him into thinking, it's because I just am madly in love with you. You know, that's an honorable marriage. When you go in so honestly and you kind of dial out or, you know, lay out the points and the reasons why you're marrying, that could be a super healthy relationship. Hers is. She did a great job. I've known her for years. And she doesn't mince any words, but she's ext- they are extremely generous and kind and well with each other. So... The question is, why are we worrying about what others might think? Why worry? You tell me. You tell your own heart. You tell your own mind. What matters to you? Why is that important? What is that love bringing you today? What is it that you were seeking that that person filled for you? What is your future goal for that? What are you investing Do they know that? Do you know that? Those are the questions that you should be looking at. I say, at the end of the day, my opinion is go. Go, girl. I just talked to another woman who said um, she would have married this man that she was dating for a while, and he was homosexual. And she said, I would have married him. We would have had an understanding. We would have, you, those are beautiful relationships. It's not always about the sex. There is a piece to that. I know another person who's married and has been married for decades. And he is homosexual. He's married to a woman. They've had an incredible, incredible, powerful marriage. And he adores her, loves her. And that is what he committed to. That is what was important to him. He wanted to have children. He knew, in his belief system, he knew he needed to be married to a woman to have children. He only wanted one relationship. That was super important to him. So he forewent, and he wasn't, and he decided being homosexual wasn't what he was going to do, even though he had an attraction that direction. But they have had a rock solid relationship. So, fourth time, Maybe you're marrying somebody that's homosexual and you have an understanding. Maybe you're marrying somebody for money and you've made that clear. Maybe you're marrying somebody because you want to have children and your belief system says you have to do it this way. Why are you getting married? It obviously matters to you. So what everybody else thinks is irrelevant. Might it fall apart? Absolutely. Might you not be able to sustain or do what's needed? Absolutely. Might you want to get education and how to make this one work? Maybe you don't want the marriages to last. Did we, any of us stop and think from a conflict? That, because I look at all these things from a conflict resolution standpoint. So from a conflict resolution standpoint, maybe you don't want those marriages to last. Maybe, maybe they passed on. 
Maybe one broke the law, ended up in prison. You decided that we're not going to do that. Maybe one passed away. Maybe one, you say, is a narcissist. Who knows? My question to you is, what do you want? What can you bring? What do they bring? What is the value of that? Maybe you need more education. Maybe you need to invest in something else to get knowledge on how that works and what you need to do to be able to have a lasting, longer lasting. I don't know how long those other marriages lasted. For all I know, they lasted 20 years. And that's great. So fantastic. Maybe you know exactly what it is, but maybe you've been waiting. Maybe this person feels like your soulmate. Maybe you've never had this feeling before and you want to explore it and see where it goes. Maybe your belief system is that you want to, be, that you need to be married in order to have that. I don't know. Maybe it's the companionship and you want permanent companionship. Some people have married for the benefits. Do you see? It goes all over the place. So to answer your question, absolutely. It's totally worth getting married for the fourth time, for the sixth time, for the tenth time, if that's what brings you joy and that's what's going to lift you and that's what's going to sustain you and you're going to contribute in both ways. It's beautiful. Blessings to you. And for all the other listeners, I hope that that helped you kind of process and be able to find some processing in those thoughts instead of just crossing the judgment. If you ever have a question, just ask.